how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hey, ladies, I'm so happy to be here with you today. I am rocking and rolling over here. It is like the first beautiful spring day, and I'm just taking a second to give you guys a bonus episode which is really not going to have that much content in it. So uh, just bear with it. It's going to be short and then you can go back and refer to another episode. But I think these reminders are super important. I talk about a lot of things on the podcast and then a lot of times it's like, okay, but do they actually get done? Like, where's the follow through? Like, for example, back in January, we were talking about setting effective goals and effective habits. And then it's like, okay, but you need to go check back in on that. So I do want to refer to refer you to episode 72 is where, yeah, I know way back at 72, maybe you've listened to it, maybe not, but it's a good time to revisit it. It's all about my cleaning routines. And I know I'm not, I'm in no way trying to be a professional cleaner or organizer or tell you what to do. As always, I'm just trying to share what I do um, and what works for me and things that I have gleaned from other people that work really well. And what in general I think will work really great for you if you don't have like a routine around this already is having some, having things that you do monthly, quarterly. I'm sure you already have things you do weekly. But for me, a big change that really helped was I really only did things weekly. Like, okay, I cleaned the bathroom weekly or I vacuumed weekly or whatever. Most of that was before kids. And then I realized like I'm sweeping and mopping the floor almost every day or vacuuming almost every day because I've got the eight-month-old like scooching around now and it really makes you realize like your floors need to be clean. But what I didn't have a system for was when am I washing my curtains? When am I vacuuming the mattresses? Those kinds of things. So the reason I'm throwing you this bonus episode right now is just to remind you that it is the start of a new quarter, right? January, March, nope, that's not the order of the months. (laughs) Ah, January, February, March, um, that was the first quarter, right? So in January, January 1st-ish, I do a bunch of things like put up a new shower curtain liner, vacuum the mattresses, wash the curtains, etc. Then I'm just rocking and rolling with my weekly routine. And then when it gets to April 1st-ish, then I know that it's time to do all that over again. So if you want the actual nitty gritty of what I'm doing, head over to episode 72 because I just really didn't want to lay it all out again when everything is right there for you. You can a quick listen, put your earbuds in and start cleaning and decluttering with me. But what I really liked and why I put this episode here is I was reading uh, the book Catholic All Year by Kendra Tierney, which one of my best friends in the world, who sometimes listen to this podcast, so she might listen to it, <laughs> sent me for Christmas, I believe. And uh, Kendra talks about how she really likes to clean the beginning of Holy Week. So before it gets to the Triduum, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, before that, after Palm Sunday, then she really devotes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to cleaning. So I really liked that idea because it is already like a somber kind of a week. And a lot of us just have the vague idea of spring cleaning. And if it's just kind of vague and out there, we might not actually do it. It's like, oh, sometime in the spring I'm going to clean. And then it doesn't really get done. So again, what I do in my system around it is that I have weekly tasks. Obviously, we all have daily tasks too. So I should say I have daily tasks. I have weekly tasks for sure. I have monthly tasks even actually there's some things I do specifically on the first of the month but then I have quarterly tasks and it's just nice because I my brain is wired that way and work-wise it's wired that way to be like oh start of a new quarter so 
even so, if it's like, oh, sometime there, I know it's around the start of that quarter that I'm going to do it. Some of this has already changed from episode 72 when I recorded it. I used to really try to bang all the vit out in one day and I don't have a large house at all. So I've talked about that too and I talked about that in the episode. Like our house is like a thousand square feet. We purposely got a smaller house with more land so that they have a bigger backyard to run around in and I'm not inside cleaning all day long. That was kind of the point of that. But I still now, three kids later, you know, I, I think I had just one. No, just had Joey probably when I did that podcast. But you know what I mean. Like things get busier and I'm still kind of the only one doing the deep cleaning. Yes, I give them chores, but it's still kind of the I want to hit it again after that. So it's taking me longer than just like a day to do these things. So I know that around April 1st, around my big deep clean day is Fridays because I like it nice and clean for the weekend. On Fridays, around whatever the first of the month of that quarter is, I work through that checklist. So if you don't do any of these things. Think about the things that you can do that are vacuuming your mattress, washing the curtains, like wiping down the baseboards, like washing down um, like on top of your refrigerator, those kinds of spots that you don't usually get to. And I'm inviting you to do that (laughs) between now and Holy Week. I guess this is pretty much Holy Week as this comes out. So I'm recording it just the week before because I just thought of it. So If you listen to this episode, start getting your spring cleaning on, I bet you are going to feel so much better. And I'm giving Kendra Tierney the shout out for that idea because it's a great idea and referring you back to episode 72 if you'd like to listen to it. One more thing I wanted to share with you that I meant to do before I launched into all of that is that a beautiful listener messaged me some tips on what she does to help cut grocery costs. And I always say on the podcast, I really appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your tips, your topic ideas, et cetera. And many of you are many steps ahead of me. I am here to give you my expertise on really just health and fitness, but we deviate around, right? And some I touch on some of these other topics like cleaning or routines with kids and stuff. And I very much am acknowledging I have many of you who are way ahead of me in this area and more developed, your skills are more developed than mine. And that's awesome. That's how it should work. I think it's so nice when we can all learn from each other. So she emailed me and let me know a couple of tips on grocery costs. So she said, a tip that we like is to skip boneless, skinless chicken breast. She said it's so convenient, but (laughs) three dollar signs, and thighs, and cook whole chickens or use chicken drumsticks, which are a lot cheaper. I buy all organic meat and this really saves money. Always keep all the bones to make organic bone baths, bone broth so you are never buying broth. Save your veggie scraps in a freezer bag to throw in with your bones for broth. So I love this. She's using all parts of the chicken and then getting every last bit out of it, especially with the bone broth. And I love, recently love bone broth. You can go back and listen to that episode as well if you've not listened to that or if you've not hopped on that train yet. And I talked about in that episode how I was not committed to making my own yet. Since recording that, I have been making my own. I still buy a couple. <laughs> I'm not totally there. I'm like half and half because uh, I I love this tip and I emailed her back and told her that too. I personally need to get better about using whole chickens. It's just hard for me to use all the meat. I feel like I waste a lot of meat on them, but I love this tip and it's just like some a good push to do it myself. 
I had another listener email me after the bone broth episode to say, come on, girl, just start using your own, like do your own, put on your big girl pants. And I loved it because, again, I need a push in some areas to be like, oh, okay, I know it's not that hard. It's just like a workout. Like it's not that hard. Just do it. Okay. Her next tip, same listener who just gave those previous tips, take your pre-washed mixed greens, put a paper towel on top, flip it upside down in your fridge. This prevents it from going bad fast and can really stretch your greens. I love that tip and I'm going to do a future episode on how to make the most out of your produce because some items you do want to take the moisture out. Like you want to put a paper towel in so that that absorbs the moisture. Other produce, I thought that was always the case. It's not true. Some produce lasts way longer if you actually put it in water. Carrots and celery are like this where when I bring home my carrots and celery, I wash and chop them and then I put them in a mason jar with some water and a lid. So I will do a whole episode on that because that has been huge to save, to really extend the life of fresh produce. And lastly, her tip was make one meal a week that you double and put in the freezer. Saves you from getting takeout or popping in a pizza. I absolutely love that because who doesn't love when you get two meals out of one prep and it just takes a little bit of thinking ahead. Sometimes I really fail at this and I'm like, I just... Like almost, there's some foods that I know I'm always going to do at least like double or triple of. That's like meatballs. I usually do a giant thing of meatballs and freeze like two different bags of it so that I have two different meals out of it. But there's other times that I'm like, oh, okay, I could have definitely made this double and froze some. One example of that is if you're big on tacos, we do Taco Tuesday every single week around here. And I'll just make double whatever meat I'm making, usually ground turkey, sometimes ground beef. And you, it freezes really well once it's already cooked. So I just cook it all up, season it all, let it cool and put it in a Ziploc freezer bag and just mark what it is on it, pop it in the freezer. And today, actually, I'm recording this on, a, on the Tuesday before it comes out. All I had to do was reach in the fridge or in the freezer and pull out the bag from last week, which was awesome. So on these really nice days, I don't have to, we don't have to go inside until... Like it's literally time for dinner because that's that's always my dilemma. I think I'm going to do an episode on that. I did a casserole yesterday, which I never do casseroles. But I was like, oh, it's going to be super nice out. I don't want – because it's right after nap time. My little two are napping. And I hate the like – they get up from nap. They basically eat a snack. Then there's like 20, 30 minutes or an hour before my husband comes home. And it's the awkward like, well, now you just ate a snack, but you have to stay inside because I have to start dinner and then he's coming home or whatever. So, or we're outside playing for 20 minutes, but I have to pull them in so I can start dinner. So I also think that freezing a meal is nice because you just have it thawing in the fridge and you're ready to go. You get more time out of these beautiful days coming up or just, hey, less work if nothing else. All right, I hope you enjoyed this little bonus episode. I know I pretty much just told you to go listen to my other episode, but I hope you take this as encouragement to get the cleaning done, get your inside on like lockdown so you know that every little corner has been scrubbed so that you can get outside and enjoy this nice weather coming up. All right, I hope you have a great rest of your day. As always, let me know if you need anything at fitmomlife to the fullest at gmail.com and I will talk to you next time. Bye.